Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Music and Therapy Podcast with relationship coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope you guys are having an awesome week and that you made yourself a priority this weekend. Last week on the podcast, we talked about some of the reasons why it might be hard to have a difficult conversation. So here are a few takeaways from last week's episode of the podcast. Number one, difficult conversations bring up a lot of emotions. So that's one reason why it's difficult to have difficult conversations. Number two, it can be hard in the heat of the moment to hear what your spouse is saying because usually if you're having a difficult conversation or it's heated, what they're saying is coming from a place of hurt, misunderstanding, frustration. And so they may not be saying it the best way. So our job is to listen to what they're trying to say. And it's like going through that emotion, listening past what they're saying to hear what they're actually saying so that we can know what we can do to help them in the situation. Another thing you can do in a difficult conversation is remember, if you see something is getting difficult or you see that you guys aren't listening or that you're losing focus, it's always good to take a time out so that you can have some time to reflect on how to come back to this conversation in a way that is beneficial to resolving the issue at hand. Another thing you may want to do is ask clarifying questions. Yes, because people say things, but it might not be what they mean, but that may be how you perceive it. And remember, your perception is your reality. So if you perceive something your spouse is saying to be offensive or kind of like, or putting you down, then you might not really get the gist of what they're saying. And that will stop you from coming to a resolution because you stopped because you're fussed, you're worried about what they said. And the funny thing is, a lot of the times what we perceive that someone has said is not what they actually said. So it's important to ask those clarifying questions. Another thing that could hinder you when it comes to having a difficult conversation is that you don't like conflict. And listen, I get it. I hate conflict as well. But sometimes you do have to have these conversations. And when I say conflict, I'm not talking about all-out war. But sometimes the conversation may get tense. But it's important for us to know how to de-escalate the situation and how to talk through these things. And if you feel like both of you are getting like wound up and you are having all of these emotions, then it's okay to walk away for like 10-15 minutes and come back with a way to resolve the issue. And then the last thing I want to say, and this is what I'm going to say about every single thing, is to work on yourself. When we work on ourselves and find out where our triggers are, it is easier for us to have difficult conversations because we will know, okay, why are we getting upset? What's triggering us? Why are we reacting this way? And we will be able to deal with the conversation in that situation because we understand what we're dealing with at that time. So these are just some of the takeaways from last week's episode of the podcast. If you would like to find out more information about having difficult conversations, then click on the link in the show notes to listen to last week's episode of the podcast. Now this week on the podcast, we are going to talk about holiday depression. And it's something I talk about every single year because a lot of the times we don't think about people getting depressed during the holidays. And people do get depressed during the holidays for many reasons. Maybe their relationship is not where they want it to be. Maybe there's financial issues. There's a lot of reasons why people get depressed. So what we're going to listen to is an episode that I did a few years ago about holiday depression. But before we listen to it, I do want to caution you that if you are dealing with depression and you have clinical depression and it's not something that's happening because it's situational or because of the holidays, then please go see a therapist, go see a counselor, get some help so that you can begin to get healthy emotionally to deal with 
you are depressing. So here is the episode of the podcast that I did called Holiday Depression. Today on the podcast, I would like to talk about holiday depression and what to do about it if you or your partner is dealing with this type of depression. Now, for most of us, the holiday seasons are a time of fun and joy. It's usually a chance to um, spend time with your family and friends, go to holiday parties, and do all types of fun activities. I absolutely love, 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 love Oh, did I mention that I love the holiday season? It is one of my favorite times of the year. But you probably have already figured out just by listening to this because that's all I've been talking about on the podcast at the beginning. Anyway, I love the holidays and many people are just like me and they love the holiday season. I guess the thing, if I had to pick something that I like the most about the holiday season, it would be like the atmosphere because there's an atmosphere of kindness and friendliness during the holiday times. Um, food is good, so yeah, <laughs> the food, I like the food. I also like the beautiful colors, because you see so many houses that are decorated with all the festive colors. I like the wreaths on the door. I love the stockings, because they're so fun and interactive. I love the Christmas tree. I like watching my kids decorate it, because I don't like to do that part of it. But I do like to go with them to buy the tree. But there are so many things that I love about the holidays. There's also a time in the holidays um, where it just seems peaceful for me. You know, it's just like it's a chance that I can be myself, have fun, look at gifts. You know, it's just fun. And the thing that is nice here in Alabama is that a lot of the people, people are nice here to begin with. I'm just going to say they are friendly. They speak. But during the holiday season, they seem to be a little nicer and more friendly during this time of the year. And this is one of the things that I love about this time of the year. Now, the majority of people are happy, and there is such excitement in the air, and so you cannot help but be happy and filled with goodwill. Now, even though the holidays are one of my favorite times of the year, I do recognize that the holiday season can be a difficult time for some people. There are many reasons why the holiday season may not be a good time of the year for some people. Maybe they've experienced a death in the family, or recently lost their job, or someone could have died like during the holiday season, maybe like during Thanksgiving or during Christmas. That could be a reason why they're not happy right now. Or they could have lost their job. And you know, if you don't have a job or money, it can be stressful at any time of the year, but especially during the holiday season. Maybe they've gone through a divorce or breakup. Maybe they're experiencing issues in their family. Maybe their family can't even make it for the holidays. They could be in the military, deployed. There are so many reasons why people aren't happy during this time of the year. I can't even explain them all. I don't even know what they all are. What I do know is that the holiday season is not a time of joy for everyone. I remember, I think it was in 2013, my family and I, we went through a rough holiday season that was not so joyous. That was the year my mom died. She died like a week before Thanksgiving. In addition to that, my husband and I were going through a difficult time in our marriage. We are having financial problems. So just imagine that. If this was any other time of the year, it would be bad. But especially during the holiday season, it was a struggle. And we did not enjoy 
this time. It was very hard for us to be happy because we were going through so much. And so trying to be happy and pretending to be happy was not something that was easy to do. So I get it. I understand how sometimes the holiday season can be a sad time instead of being a time of joy. And I understand that also during this time, it could be a time of sadness and loneliness instead of a time of being with friends and family. Just recently, I came across this article and it talked about a term called holiday depression. And I'm just going to be honest, okay? I've never heard of this before. Like seriously, I haven't, which is amazing. But I, because I read so much, but I've not, I have not heard of holiday depression. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, wow. I didn't even know it existed. But now that I do and I am aware, I think it's something that we should talk about. Because if you're like me, you probably didn't think about that during the holidays there could be a thing called holiday depression. Because in our minds, holidays are happy. So just to know that there are some people out there who are going through these symptoms or who could be experiencing holiday depression, for me, it's sad. And I think we should talk about it. Now, here are some of the symptoms of holiday depression. The person may experience feelings of sadness or loneliness. They may even experience feelings of anger and restlessness. So, why are people finding themselves so sad and depressed during the holiday season? Well, aside from the reasons that we've already discussed, the holiday season can be a stressful time of the year. Let's just be honest. Think about it. You have so many more demands placed on you during the holiday season, and you may not have during the rest of the year between going to dinners parties getting gifts trying to make things perfect trying to make memories for family it's easy for people to become overwhelmed during this time of the year and it's also easy to see how you can get stressed during the holiday season in fact believe it or not the holiday season can not only be a stressful time for people, but it can also be a time where people find themselves unable to cope with all of the added demands that the holiday season brings. For example, if your husband does not want to go with you to the Christmas party at your job, maybe he's not being difficult or antisocial or, as some people might think, a jerk, but maybe he's just feeling overwhelmed and just need a night home so he can like regroup, relax, and get things, you know, get himself together have some time to like wind down or if your wife is upset that once again you guys have to have the whole family come over for Christmas dinner maybe she's not being anti-family or maybe she doesn't have anything against your family maybe she's just asking for help maybe it's just overwhelming for her and she needs your help maybe her venting and being angry about it is your her way of letting you know that first that one this is not something she can keep doing because it's stressful and she's unable to do this because of the stress and all the extra demands. Or maybe it's her way of asking you for help. It could be both. But I think during this time, we have to consider that during this time of the year, it could be stressful and people have a hard time dealing with this. Now, the holiday season can also be stressful in relationships as well. And it could be because we do not know the signs of holiday depression or understand how to support our partners during this time. Now, I know you are wondering what can be done to help people cope with holiday depression. And I'm glad you asked, because here are some ways to help you deal with the holiday depression. If you're experiencing this, or if you know someone who's experiencing this, if your spouse or significant other is experiencing this, this is what you need to know to help them get through this time. Now, I just want to say, if a loved one has died, 
don't deny yourself the right or the opportunity to grieve just because it's the holiday season. I don't care. It is the holidays, but you need to take some time to grieve and give yourself the time and the space to do it. Whatever it is that's making you sad or depressed during the holiday season, I want to encourage you right now to take the time to acknowledge and feel your feelings. And I'm just going to say, it's okay to feel sad. I don't know why we think sometimes as a society that you have to be happy all the time. No, that's not how it works. We have a range of emotions. They're not always happy. They're not always sad. There's emotions that are in between. And we can even see this with emojis, like the mad face and all the different emojis. We have a lot of emotions. And it's okay to experience them. And so, just because it's the holiday season, do not let that stop you from grieving. Do not let that stop you from crying. Do not let that stop you from feeling your pain. Feel it. Acknowledge it. Own it. Because this is the only way that you can heal and get past and get to a better place. It takes feeling your pain, feeling your emotions, and acknowledging what you're dealing with and going through before you can actually heal. So, take the time to acknowledge your feelings. The next thing that you can do is reach out to people during this time. Do not isolate yourself from people that care about you and that love you. Reach out to them. Spend time with them. This is important because they can offer you the support and companionship that you're going to need during this time. And you can also spend some time volunteering in your community. Believe it or not, volunteering can help you help lift your spirits and help you get involved in something positive and let you feel like you're involved in something bigger than you. Another thing you can do is to be realistic. Understand your feelings and then try to find new ways to enjoy the holiday season based on where you are and how you are feeling and what's going on in your life. For example, if you have experienced a death in your family or the death of a loved one, it might help you to take something that they love to do during the holiday season, like maybe something they like doing at Christmas or Thanksgiving, and then make it a part of your family tradition. You can even give a donation in their name each year to their favorite charity. Whatever you do, just try to still incorporate them into your holiday season so even though they're not here, you can still have a part of them here with you and they can become a part of your holiday tradition even though they're no longer here it's important during this time also because i know a lot of people have issues and they feel stressed because they're going to people's houses they may not like some people in their family and guys please don't sit here and look at me like what is she talking about i don't know what kiana's talking about you know what i'm talking about we do not like everybody in our family we probably hang out with them because you can't choose your family you choose your friends, you're stuck with family. So if you have those type of family members that you have a grievance with, I am going to encourage you to set it aside during this time of the year and understand that your family member, friend, or spouse could be experiencing some of the same holiday stresses and challenges that you may be feeling and just accept them the way they are. So husband, wives, if y'all are fighting, mad at each other, hate each other, whatever, and you don't hate each other. So but, you know, if you're upset and having an argument, put it aside during the holidays. It's a time for fun. It's a time for joy. You have a lifetime to be together. And there'll be plenty of times to have arguments. Because you know what I've noticed? Unless it's a serious issue, most couples fight about the silliest things. Like wrapping paper, how to put the toilet paper on, not 
not drinking juice out of the container. You know, we fight about stupid stuff. And I guess it's because we're together all the time. We live together. We've been married for a long time. We fight about ridiculous things. So if you are in that category of fighting with your spouse about ridiculous things, put it aside. This is not the time. And enjoy each other's company. Enjoy each other. And just accept them for who they are. And you will find that you will enjoy the holiday season a lot better. Now, if you are having more serious marital issues, I would suggest you do see a counselor so that they can help you work these things out in marriage counseling. Another thing that stresses people out is not having a lot of money during the holiday season. And it's fine. None of us are rich. And throughout some point in our lives, we'll either have a lot of money, enough money, or not enough. So whatever category you're in right now, when you enjoy the holidays, you don't always have to have tons of money. So if you don't have a lot of money right now, you guys could do like a secret Santa. You can make gifts. It can still be a fun time that the family will enjoy, regardless of how much money you may or may not have. And I also want to encourage you, because this is what I did this year, stick to a budget. This will help to alleviate a lot of stress from you during the holidays if you're able to stick to a budget. Another thing you can do is plan ahead. Now, planning ahead helps because you don't feel overwhelmed. And that's a feeling a lot of people have, which contributes to holiday depression. When you plan ahead, you kind of know, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to spend money on this, we're going to spend money on that. So when you plan ahead of time, you kind of give your mind room to grasp what you're going to do. And I know for me personally, it always helps me when I know in advance what's going to happen especially when it comes to the holiday season. When I don't have a clue, when I'm just running to the store buying stuff, or people just drop by unexpectedly, it literally throws me. But if I know, okay, these people are coming over, this is what we're going to do, this is what we're going to have, it helps me out a lot because it's not stressful because I plan for it, I know, and it's easier. Especially when it comes to money, like if I know how much we're spending on Christmas gifts and we stick to that, I feel so much better instead of feeling... Instead of the feeling I normally get, like when I just run to the store and buy a whole bunch of crap, or even if it's stuff my kids want, if I'm just buying like a whole bunch of it and not checking out my prices, not seeing how much I spend, then I feel like buyer's remorse. And I do feel depressed because I'm like, oh my goodness, I spent all this money, still have bills to pay. And you don't want that during the holidays. You want to be fun. You want it to be a time of fun. You want it to be stress free. So plan ahead. When you plan ahead, it helps a lot. Another thing I want to tell you is learn how to say no. There are so many things going on. There are parties and things at church and all kind of stuff. But at some point, you have to learn how to say no. For example, I know with me, during the holiday season, I at my church, I sing with a lot of different groups at my church. And we have, like, programs a lot. And so, in particular, this week, we have a program on Saturday and at our church all the groups will come and sing and put on a christmas program so i had rehearsal last night i have a rehearsal tonight i have a rehearsal i have to sing somewhere with another group i sing with tomorrow my daughter has practice tonight for her band concert in addition to me having my rehearsal um friday she does have her band concert and then on saturday we have to sing and i'm supposed to have another rehearsal on friday which I've already let them know I could not attend because there's no way I can attend that rehearsal and be at my daughter's band concert. And then Saturday evening, there are a lot of things happening. Um, My church has a meeting, have a leadership conference that I should probably attend. Uh, I'm supposed to attend. 
There's also a play that some of the people in the praise team that I sang with, they're in, and they want me to attend that. And then my husband also has to go to work, and we have one car, so he needs to use that. There are a lot of things happening. But if you learn how to say no, then you don't have so many obligations. Like, I know for a fact, I'm probably not going to be able to go to the play, so I want to say no to that. I'm not going to be able to stay for the leadership conference because that's just too much to do. And with all the activities that we had this week and, and also the activities we had this week, it's probably better for me just to relax, take a breather, and not overextend myself by staying at all these different things and then take my husband to work and come back and go to all these things. I'm one person can't do it, so I'm just going to have to say no to a couple of things on the list of things that I, that people want me to do or that I should be going to. So, that is what you need to do. If you're like me and you have so many things going on in your life, you have to say no because if you do not say no, you will find yourself burnt out and stressed, which contributes to what? Yeah, holiday depression. So learn how to say no. And there are nice ways you can say no. You can just explain, well, no, I can't come this time. Thank you so much for inviting me. But we've had a busy week or whatever. You know, just be nice about it. But you can say no. So many people think if you say no, you're being mean. No, that is not what's happening. Saying no is liberating, okay? Let me just tell you. You don't always have to say yes. And saying no does not mean you're a mean person. doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't even mean that you are being mean and unkind. You're just saying, no, I cannot do this at this point in time because of my other obligations. And that is fine. And you know what? Most people will understand why you can't go or do something. So learn how to say no. The next thing I want to tell you is not to abandon healthy habits. And what I mean by that is like if you're used to eating healthy, then don't let that go during the holiday season. You still need to eat healthy because it helps your mind, it helps your body. If you get a certain amount of sleep, during the year on during the holidays don't stop sleeping because of all the extra things you have to do no get your sleep if you are used to going to the gym don't stop it go to the gym whatever your healthy habits are don't let them go because it's important for you to maintain that maintain that routine and that schedule and your health habits so that you don't get overwhelmed and you don't get stressed and believe me i know when i am rushing and I neglect to eat healthy, and I find I usually find myself feeling sluggish, tired, irritable, annoyed, and then, of course, it leads to feeling upset and frustrated, stressed, and if we're trying to alleviate this, you have to maintain your healthy habits, so do not abandon your healthy habits. The next thing you that can be helpful during this time of the year is take a breather, and what do I mean by that? Yeah, just don't do anything. Take an afternoon where you do nothing holiday-related, where you can lay down on the couch, you can nap. I love napping, so of course I would put that in there first. But where you can nap or you can watch television, whatever it is that relaxes you, whether it's yoga, singing, writing, baking, whatever it is that relaxes you, take an afternoon out, maybe a couple afternoons, maybe one afternoon a week. Yeah, let's try that. Just take an afternoon a week and sit down and do something you enjoy. Okay, if you don't have enough time to take a whole afternoon, give yourself an hour or two a week where you just take a breather, 
from the holidays and you sit down and do something that's relaxing to you that's fun for you and something to help you just unwind because that will help lessen your chance of having holiday depression and finally i do want to let you know because see here's the thing holiday depression is a depression people get during the holidays based on circumstances based on reasons based on stress or being overwhelmed however depression it's a whole total different thing. It's not like holiday depression where you can do the tips that I'm giving you and feel fine. Real depression is different and you need to get treated or see a psychiatrist about that. So if you are still experiencing symptoms of depression after the holiday season, then I do encourage you to seek a, the help of a professional for further help. Or if you know that your depression is brought on not by the holidays but by more serious issues please seek the help of a professional so that they can help you and so that they can help you get better and they can help you work through some of these things that are making you depressed now the song we're going to listen to today is called can i talk to you and it's about a woman who is dealing with depression and she wants to find out from her spouse if it's okay for her to talk and share with him what is going on so here's the song can i talk to you
Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank you so much for being here with me today. I absolutely love hanging out with you each week, and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you. If you love the podcast as much as I love spending time with you, I encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show. Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes, and I promise you that I will respond to your message. Well, I think that's all for now, so until next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.